you're here and I'm glad you came. Welcome to my bestie life. If we haven't met before, hi, I'm AJ, a trauma anxiety life coach. I'll help you turn your pain into your power. And my buddy Allie is a weight loss, health and wellness mindset coach. So together we've got you covered. We're here in the trenches, authentically us, bringing clarity, strategy, and a whole lot of love to life's biggest challenges. Buckle up babies, no subject is off limits. All right. Good morning. Good morning. I think Instagram had a little bit of a hiccup where I had a false start there. But how are you? It is Sunday morning. It is actually a little bit cooler out today, which is such a relief. We've been having such intent, intense weather here. I'm just going to get Allie to hop on. So today we were going to talk about self-expression. And this is one thing I've no. Here we are. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry, my hair is all wet. Our pool finally opened today, so. <sighs> I thought you were out for a run. So you went running and swimming today? Well, it was more that it, it was more that I went for a run and then um, I had to cool off. You can't see it now, but I turn into a tomato. When I exercise, I have like that red underneath undercurrent in my skin and uh yeah i turn into a tomato yeah me too it's the celtic heritage it's like a full-on body blush when you get hot and intense yeah i look like i've got a, a horrible horrible sunburn and it actually freaks people out to to look at me Is she okay yes i'm fine i'm fine so well, I thought we'd talk today about self-expression. It is that's a fundamental aspect of just the human experience, but also like coming to terms with like, who is this person that I am? What is this life that I want to lead? And it, it, it just cuts so deep into the core of who we are as people. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually one of the biggest hiccups I've had, like when I'm working with people who are entrepreneurs and trying to get real goals, is that this aspect of identity comes up to to visit of like <laughs> is this something that is congruent with who you feel other people see you as versus who we want to present ourselves to the world. Yeah, that's uh it, it's such an interesting thing too, and I think that as women, um in particular, women who have children, um, it, there is that moment where you have to fight for that identity. You have to fight for that self-expression because um, being a new parent is all-consuming. It's overwhelming. Uh, there is no manual. Um, and there's way less help in North America in terms of family help. Um, and, and tribal community and, and all of that kind of thing uh, than anywhere else. Uh, and so it's, it's very isolating in it. And it's like you, you get thrown into this whole other role that becomes your whole entire world. And it's, it's, a, it's kind of a, a clawing and fighting your way out of it. And I think that can be said for any uh, situation, whether it's traumatic or uh, any situation where you are thrown fully into something, um, either unexpected or that you've done it voluntarily. Um, but it is, it's, it's where is the balance of finding that? And I, and I found that my personal self-expression 
um, where it was, you know, we come from the same background, you and I, um, of we, we like to play in, in the theater and, uh, and with, with all of those things. And it became really about not having enough time. But it really wasn't about not having enough time. It was, it was really not protecting that time um, to, to do that, whether it was even just five minutes a day. Uh, and that was something that I personally had to learn how to carve that out. And I still struggle with that. I still get, I get very roped into things and I, I leave the things that I'm really enjoying to, uh, to laser focus on things. And I have to, I sometimes get a reminder from my buddy, AJ, to. <laughs> well, as a parent, there's this tension of like doing the right thing. There's also this pressure of being the perfect parent, but oh. I was, <laughs> which is just like, so like that exists anywhere like I don't know like what would it like moms are like looking at Pinterest and crying and be like why can't that be my life yeah but we also look at Pinterest because we're like who am I now anytime you have and I see the same thing with like our preteens and teens every time you're at this life pivot point <laughs> it's the who am I now what am I attracted to what speaks to my soul and anytime you come across this aspect of life where everything changes, be that puberty, parenthood, loss of a parent, loss of a job that you really identified with. You're like, who am I? And, and we get so Lo loss of a, of, of a relationship is and a big a lot, one too. That's a huge one because it's who am I? What, oh. I? what do I like? And how, how do I indulge in that? And that's the thing I think as parents, we think of it as indulging, but actually it's essential to who we are and it gives our children permission to be who they are. And really yeah. that is good parenting. It's giving our kids permission to be whoever they choose to be. Yeah. And, and I, I and being, and that being said in a relationship too, right. Um, is, is still, and it's a, it's a tough one, isn't it? Uh, we're being authentically you and being in a relationship and being a mom and being a friend and being a daughter and all of these hats that we wear and where do we find ourselves and um, how authentically are we ourselves with everyone else too? So and, I have a question for you. Yeah. Was there ever a part where you wanted to express your identity and that things that you loved that you felt afraid to do? Totally. And how did you deal with that? Um, Initially, just stop a bomb? <laughs> initially, well, like there's, there's so many different layers. Like I think that I've, I've gone, <laughs> I, I think I've gone through like every single uh, situation and everything like where I've been scared. I haven't said anything where I covered everything up and then, and then uh, got to a, a point and a realization of, I can't do this and feeling suffocated and I've had friendships where I've given over everything everything inside of me um and you you watched that with yeah, me yeah it doesn't have to be a sexual like even our close intimate uh woman friendships or like yes. yeah any friendship yeah mm -hmm. and it, it was just and then when that came to an end I was so I was so broken and I was so I felt so lost in that as to like I didn't understand what had happened. And, uh, and the longer that I sat with it, the more that I realized that 
I just, I was a firefighter going in, like running every time somebody called and I, and it left nothing for me. Mm. And, and, and then it was kind of like, and I think through experience, I think that it's kind of like when you get burned a bit, uh, sometimes we have to go through, uh, a, a hard experience. And this is what is going to be really, really, really hard for me to allow my children to do on their own without jumping in and being like, oh, I want to save you. They have to go through these experiences themselves, like I did, um, to reassess and then kind of go, oh, well, that's not the person I want to be. I don't want to be this. This is exhausting for me. And it, it was more that I was, I was really concerned that um, people aren't going to like me unless I do something for you. Unless I serve a purpose for you, why in the world would you like me? Mm. And, and, and so it was always really concerned about, well, what do they want? What would they like? And what do you want to do? And instead of, and really putting myself on that back burner, um, I was really lucky though, that I always had music, uh, playing music to, to do that. Um, but this is that, where love is conditional, right? Like what um, your love or your affection for me is conditional on what I can do for you. And in adult relationships, there's an element of that, which is okay. Whereas if it's not recipro reciprocal or if we have yeah. no boundaries with that other person, that conditional love is important. But there's a difference between your love and your friendship being transactional. <laughs> but, the, but, the question, but the question, the question of the day is, did I set it up that way? Yeah. Yeah. And some of that is like hardwired training. And sometimes we, we accidentally fall into these relationships yeah. and the healthier we are with boundaries and, and who we are, like really identifying myself as who I am as a person that um, prevents that from carrying on too long. Right? Like if you're like, okay, I have yeah. a boundary and I don't feel that this relationship is reciprocal, you're more likely to put a stop to it. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I think I the older I get, the less shits I give. And um, I, you know, I, and I realize that uh, I am a very, I'm a very flamboyant person who loves to uh, put crazy makeup on, um, who, who is like just totally entrenched into Halloween. I love to dress up. Yeah. You and I have that in common. Uh, AG sent me the best picture ever last night. Um, talk about self-expression. And oh, um, yeah, because I have this whole like um, we're planning this witchy aesthetic photo shoot, my husband and I. And there's a part of that that is really offensive to some of our families and to like some of the friends I went but to why? theology school. But why? Why? Why is it offensive? I, I think this is where we're digging in, right? We're yes. digging into this. this is like exactly why is why somebody else's self-expression offensive? to you or to other people. What is it? Yeah. I, you know what? And in a, in a very like simple way, that's none of our business. It's our response to it, our, our fear response. And I've walked people through like the transition of like coming out of the closet or coming out of the broom closet, so to speak, where it's like, mm -hmm. this is an aspect of who I am. And if I shove it down and don't express myself, a part of me will die. And yes. this affects you in every aspect of, li of life. Like it'll affect you in your business. It'll affect you in your friendships. It'll affect you in every single way that you people. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
So let's talk about like your music and, and your self-expression with music. What was it, what is it about that that is life-giving to you? And what happens when you don't, when you deny that part of yourself? Um, for me, for me, writing was basically my journal, right? Um, it, it, and it's really funny because um, I was, I was just, uh, I was just showing my buddy, my running buddy, Jody. Um, the songs that I had recorded with my husband and how I met my husband. And mm. it's so funny because they're really hard and it's really heavy. And because uh, she's, she's heard some of my other stuff later on and she was like, ooh, it's really angsty. And I was like, I was really mad. I was really, really, really mad um, about the way it was treated in my last band, about um, every single male producer, any male in the industry the constant thing that I was told was to lose 25 pounds every single time. And it was nothing about the music and it was, it was very frustrating. And so it, it, it basically gave me an outlet to pour all of my feelings into. And what's really funny is when I'm having like the worst day, um, I put on some of my own songs and listen to myself, tell me the things that I need to hear. And if that's ever taken away from me, um, I am not, I am not a healthy person to be really honest with you is yeah. that, um, I, I lose my light, right. Is, is when, is when we are not allowed to do the things, um, because I just like, I write out of love. I write out of, um, sadness. I write, I write my feelings and, um, and it just brings me so much joy when I play with other people too, like when I'm singing with them and I call it, I call it being in, in each other's bathtub, you know, like when you're on the swings and you end up swinging at the exact same time. Yeah. It's, uh, we always used to say, Hey, you're in my bathtub. I've never was, heard that before. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm super weird. Um, but we were it's always so just funny. like we're married. Yeah. So it was like you when you're in each other's bathtub. And so there's moments where I'm playing music and we'll, we'll just be like, hey, we were in the bathtub right there. And that's when everything comes together and you just, you, you, you get to do the thing that you love most and, and it, you feel light and you feel full, like when we talk about your cup being full, and, and that's when you can walk away from and face the rest of the day, it makes it makes facing anything else that the world throws at you um, way easier to handle. Mm, I can handle resiliency. Oh, yeah, like I, I know, like even like my husband, if he doesn't get to jam, he's super grabby. <laughs> Like really bad, and so uh, it, it, it's it's actually it's a physical thing. There's there's chemicals that your endorphins and it, yes. it, it it lights you up. And if you are not doing things that you enjoy doing or um, that 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 creative outlet, and anyone who says that they're not creative, I'm going to call total bullshit on them. Um, because you know, everybody likes a song or to dance or, you know, it doesn't have to be yeah, in cooking. a professional environment. You just have to do it like balls to the wall and go for it. Yeah. And that bonding with ourselves and our own life experience, it helps us make yeah. sense of the world. Like, even if you're just like crafting, th there's this 
important aspect of self-expression, even in crafting. I think this is why makeup tutorials are such a big, big deal online because it is about self-expression. You bring in this playtime, this processing time, and this uh, like getting to know yourself. And because we change, we are never the same person. <laughs> you are not the same person now as you were with, when you were 15. And if you were, that would be like a really big problem. <laughs> so getting to know ourselves as we go through this life and make peace with our experience is such a huge aspect of self-expression. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's also, it's also important to note that even though, um, Rick and I are both musicians, my husband and I, um, we like different stuff and mm. the stuff, some of the stuff that I play is simply stuff I play and, and he plays with a band and likes Rush, likes to play Rush and, um, okay. <laughs> and, and, and like, that's, that's what thing, it is. Though. It's like, okay, you do you. Like, and that's yeah. not like a cut. That's like, no, I want you, like, we want our partners to be able to fully express themselves too, which brings intimacy, right? Like, just yes. like when you're in the bathtub together, when everyone in the band is able to contribute and yeah. to express in the way that they're gifted at, it makes such a beautiful musical experience. And it's the same thing within our relationships when we're allowed to be who we are and often it's yes. us giving permission to ourselves to be who we are. It's also really important to note that um, allowing your partner to have their own self-expression that has nothing to do with you yes. is really important. And I think sometimes we get caught into, I need to be in everything that, that you do. And sometimes we want something that is just ours with not with our romantic partner that is something that we can do to fill our cup and that gets tricky because people get jealous and people well I want to be part of that why you know it's like it's like the other woman right is like you're always going and jamming with your friends and I I recognize and know because I'm, I'm confident and and self-aware with myself that my self-expression is important to me and a lot of times it's it's my own and unique to me, it allows me to, to push him and say, yeah, go do that. Go do it. No, it's not my thing. Go do it. You go do that. That's your thing. And that's what allows us to come together. And even though we, we do play music together, um, there are other things that we are interested in. He doesn't want to do makeup. He doesn't, he doesn't, you know, I'm, I'm constantly dressing up for workshops and like, they, like, I, like crazy color. That's not him. That's me. And, and he's, he's really, um, good at reflecting back and giving and being very permissive about that and saying, you know, you go do that. That's, that's your thing. Um, and you know, you take the time to do that. Mm, yeah. Because then you're two complete people versus like the, the whole, that whole like shitty you complete me business is just codependency glamorized. Well, then it becomes the need because then when we, when you take that person away, who are you? This is the thing is, is to, to be in a balanced relationship. And even whether it's your kids, your parents or anything is, is to really find you. What do you like? What do you want? Um, and that it's okay. And I think the minute that we give ourselves permission to be authentic with ourselves, it allows space for everyone else to do that too. Right. Is that it's okay that I don't like this thing, 
but you do, so you go do that. Or um, I'm going to I'm going to give an example. My my our daughters are very into anime, um, and I had to. I started watching one with her, and um, and. I, I was picking on the fact that they were yelling and what they were saying was ridiculous. And you know what? Um, there is a lot of anime that's really good, and I don't want to poo-poo on that. But I was making her upset <laughs> because <laughs> I was like, what are they talking? This is ridiculous. Why is there everyone yelling? And, and it, was, it was breaking her heart a little bit. And I was like, okay, you know what? You love this, and you go watch it, and it's okay. You watch it with somebody that you really like watching it with because I don't want to poop on your stuff. Like, I don't want to crap all over your anime that you love, and I love that you love it. And, like, yeah. they do little cosplay stuff, and that's their self-expression right now. Yeah, and it's so important to set that precedent right away because you don't want them to grow up and be like, well, I have this, like – partner size hole in my soul that I need somebody else to fix because then we enter in the relationship with I am broken and it's your job to fix me that is a very weak place to start a relationship and it's a very um very uh, toxic place to be in as an individual versus I am me and I am with you because I want to be I am with you because we have so much fun together. And the aspect of I choose you because I like you and I enjoy the time with you is so much, it's just way more powerful than I need you to fix me. Yeah. Because you're not broken. You're not broken for liking the things that you like. You're not broken for being into or weird or, yeah. <laughs> or being gay. Like to like, <laughs> that's just one of the most heartbreaking coming to pieces with your identity not heartbreaking because that their identity is amazing it's heartbreaking that just the turmoil that people have of like this is who i because, am yeah because it's and hard to say it out loud yeah yeah and i think i think too is that um we need to get better as a society of of allowing other people who are different than us just to be just to be them, just because we're different or we find like it's, it's really odd or weird or anything. It's, it's more that it's fascinating. And, and that I think it's very brave when people choose to uh, show and express themselves and their artistic nature within, within the world uh, again. And it is very brave because you, you set yourself up for criticism. You do. People are going to, you know, oh, that's weird. Or what are you doing? Who do you think you are? And but yet it's that one person that sees that bravery and goes, I can do that. Mm. I can do that, too. Yeah. And speaking your truth is inspirational to others who are so afraid of their own inner truth when, yeah. with whatever that is for you. Because whenever anybody is super hypercritical of other people, it, it comes out of fear right is is like when it's like oh that's so weird or that's really dark or it's really hard it's because they're not they're not actually seeing it right and they're not seeing that it. identity of like this is who i am and this is who i have been for so long but now i'm finally able to express it that heals you that is so profoundly healing not even just in this moment but it kind of heals the past too so that you make way for you know being happier in general as a person welcoming in more success because you're not hiding that part of who you are so far away yeah so aj what is what is your uh favorite self-expression at the moment 
Well, absolutely my spirituality. It has always been a part of myself. I have so many. This is the thing. It's hard to just pick one. My spirituality, my art, like singing. I used to be very into theater, but right now my go-to is really my spirituality and, and painting. You know, be mm. it acrylic, watercolor, I don't care. Like my favorite store to shop in is the art store <laughs> and the bookstore. <laughs> but yeah, those are my favorite. And I think like my husband probably finds me grumpy if I'm not painting enough. And in fact, I feel that I, I don't even think clear because I use it to process and I just use it to let go. And for me, it's great to not think in word because <laughs> yeah. I'm so thinky. Absolutely. Yeah. And when did you, so with your spirituality and your art, when did you, when did you realize that it was, it was important that you were authentic to you and that um, you turned out, you, you turned off the noise of everyone else yeah. and, and that you sat with yourself within this and it became yours. When did that happen? You know what? That's the weirdest, most sideways thing. It happened with building my own business because I couldn't, I, I couldn't stand in authority if I wasn't sure on who I was. Because that's the weak leader that that's somebody like you don't want to follow somebody who doesn't know what who they are, or what they're doing or where they're going. And so it became an act of like self and business integrity. And I guess I just really needed to put my spirit where my money was <laughs> and my money where my spirit was. Yeah. But, but like, yeah. And I, I escort all these other amazing spiritual entrepreneurs. And I know that that's not a unique thing. It's like, I want to have a Reiki business or I want to have a tarot business or, you know, I, I want to sell crystals. And there's, there's this like coming out of the broom closet of like, oh no, what if my great, great aunt finds out because they posted something on Facebook. Mm. But you know, like, and I've been there too. I'm like, you mean that great, great aunt that you see once a year who never approves of anything anyway? So she's not going to approve of this too? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the fear of it, that fear is a very, very real fear. And it can get in your way in every aspect of life. But yeah, yeah, that was the trippiest thing of like how becoming like a business person and starting my own business really forced me to look at who I am as a person and really investigate it and heal it if I was to stand in my authentic self. So, yeah. And, and then I think all those pivot points of life, like parenting, like who am I now? You, that's yeah. a huge identity change, right? Like, yeah. cause you, especially as a woman, because your, your entire body is involved and nothing cuts to the core of your identity as, as the physical body that you experience this world, right? Your body is so different. And then you have this other person that literally needs to suck life out of you. <laughs> Like, and literally. I, and, and like, don't get me wrong. I am a hundred and million percent for breastfeeding. It is quite the experience though. And it is quite an emotional experience. It's a chemical experience and, and it's a technical experience too. Like it's not as easy as you think all that stuff. Oh, you're paused. Am I paused too? Did I just like overheat? Oh, that's so. Okay, I'll give it a second. Oh, okay. I, you froze for me and I froze for you. <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, parenting is, is one of those like new identity things because your entire day is also planned for you for the most part. <laughs> yeah. 
even if like stay at home working mom, it doesn't matter. You're still on this other person's schedule. So finding that time for you and then like, who am I now? How has this little person changed my life? Yeah. Or even with our girls in puberty where they're like, they were like these little kids and now they're like anime and anime is my life. <laughs> The funniest was, um, was my 10 year old coming in and she said to me, she comes in and she says, mom, do you support my cosplay? And I had to not laugh because I was just like, it was the funniest question. And I was like, yes, totally. Like you don't like, yeah, <laughs> it was just, it was really funny. Are you in support of my cosplay? Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I think it's a, it's a neat it's a neat thing for them uh, to to play around. And I think that's the word is play, right? Mm. We forget to play because it, it is like when you're painting and when you're even like it, it's 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 play is we we forget as adults because it's really what brings us that joy, that moment of like <gasps> that release of, you know, the sparkle in your eye and, and the minute that, you know, you, you are finished doing the thing and expressing yourself with the thing that you really want, you are lighter, you are nicer, you, you look at the whole world in a different way, which is amazing. Yeah, it's that connection to curiosity and wonder and that exit from drudgery. It's actually one of the best solutions to burnout too, which is a huge thing right now, <laughs> burnout. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> One of that the things that I say to my daughter uh, when I put her to bed at night, and it's, it's uh, like when I say it to her, I say it to myself, too. Like, I love the baby you were. I love the kid you are. And I love whoever you choose to be. Because it's not about, like, do I support your anime um, <laughs> endeavor? It's, I support you. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It, 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 it's just, it was, it was just so funny. Marching in so there. Cute. <laughs> you support me i do i do i do support you and doesn't mean i want to watch all 90 episodes of attack on titan or um get into how tall all the characters are in this one or that one because i don't i don't care I don't yes care. and that's where the permission of like it's okay that you like this and it's also yeah. okay that i that i i don't have to watch it with you it's not my thing, but it's your thing. And I love how it makes you feel. And I think that's what's really important to remember, right? When we are supporting a partner or uh, a parent or a child is is that it's like this makes you really oh, enjoy doing. Is it you or me that's uh, breaking up? Oh. Okay, that's the thing about supporting a partner or a, a child. Um is that what you were going? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that, it was, it was just that, you know, if this is what makes you happy and, and when our partners and when our family members are happy, they are kinder and nicer to us too. And so we don't have to have our fingers in all of their hobbies and interests and, and, and what they're doing, right? Is that, but we have to remind ourselves, what are we doing for ourselves? How are we filling up our creative cup? Uh, what are we doing? And whether it's a daily, weekly thing um, that you are doing um, to be creative. Artistic. And it's also important for us to be okay with other people not being okay with it or, or not liking what we like. 
Like it doesn't uh, steal that away from me. Like I can watch uh, all these nerdy history things and it'll clear a room and I'll be like, okay, well, I'm just really into it rather than being like, <laughs> like trying to hide that fact. And it builds trust in that relationship of like, I can be my weird self. You be your weird self. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be our weird I, think, I think when we come across it too with with with, with people who are very angry about it, um, whether it's family members or or the fear, I think that our our response to that needs to be very kind and loving. And uh, I mean, there's going to be situations where you can explain everything and they're not going to have a lick of it, right? No. And and so it doesn't mean that you have to. There, there are appropriate times where, you know, you, you don't have to tell everybody everything that you're doing, but no. you also don't have to hide. And, yeah. and so that's where, where kind of that fluidity comes in is that, um, you know, if you're, if you're going to be faced with a lot of criticism on something, don't invite somebody to your art show that's that's going to make you feel like crap go seek out other people um that are that are like-minded to you and i think that too is is that when you are with other people who who love the same things that you do and that's where communities come into play um and and you guys lift each other up and then and then you have like-minded people you are going to come across the assholes all the time that are scared that don't understand that think you're weird that that don't like what you're doing and uh, and and it's it's really important that um we don't have to fight that battle all the time like mm -hmm. Remove like there's some, like it, remove the toxicity out of your life, and you and and really focus on the things you're good at and the people who are supportive of what you do. True empowerment is that you have nothing to prove and nothing to hide, and this yeah. is also where we stand really deep with our own self love. Of like, I have nothing to prove, I have nothing to hide. I may share this with you, I may not, but it's not like I'm hiding it, and I yeah. don't have to prove my worth or I don't have to justify my interest to you or my sexuality to you or anything to you. I have nothing to prove. I have nothing to hide. That's a really, really good point. Yeah. And, and just the more that we get better as a society of being inclusive and uh, maybe calling out those naysayers. Right. And that's the hard thing, right. Uh, is, is if somebody makes a comment or says something that we kind of be like, uh, uh, no way, man. Like, they're, they're doing them. Leave them yeah. alone. That, that's yeah. the mama come And that's how in. we change the society is by like standing in truth for ourselves and, and for those that we care about. Or even the strangers. Like when, uh, when you're with somebody and they, they're like, oh, look at her. She's wearing that. And be like, no, no, no. Why is that okay? She can wear whatever she wants. It doesn't yeah. matter. And I think, I think the, as we're raising our children to believe this to be true, um, it will get better, right? Because uh, like, there's so many things that come out of my kids' mouths that are just like really amazing. Yeah. Like at how inclusive that they are and how easily that they accept other people. Um, and that is their normal and it has not been our normal. And, and so getting on that boat and fighting and fighting for um, the freedom to be an individual and to be you without, um, you know, being bullied about it. And um, they are, you know, if we can teach our kids um, this practice earlier than what I learned and maybe what you learned, um, there is a lot of hope. 
Oh. There's so much hope. And yeah, one one of the other aspects of this is that judgment piece, that fear of being judgment judging ju fear of being judged and judging ourselves for our own interests. Like, damn, I wish I wasn't an actor because that's really stupid. Like, and I just judged myself. I abandoned a part of yeah. myself. Or when we buy into other people's judgment of us, especially yeah. deep-seated, long-going judgment that has happened to you over a long period of time, that's a form of abandonment because they abandon who you actually are in order to, because they want to be who you want or who they want you to be. So I'll say that again, because that was totally messed up with how it's <laughs> they want to love the person that doesn't exist and they've abandoned the person that is you and that's the ideal the ideal yeah. and when we judge ourselves we abandon ourselves like when we're like how dare i be into witchy aesthetic or how dare i be uh you know like into whatever whatever it is that you're feeling judged by when we judge ourselves of it too when we take their glasses and put them on ourselves and look at ourselves yeah. And we well, abandon we, ourselves. We, and we, also, we also morph ourselves to, to, to please other people, right? And, and I've, I've experienced that myself is to alter and change and be like, yeah, I, I guess I can do that. And I guess I can be that. And yeah, okay. In order, in order to maintain uh, that ideal, which is exhausting. Right? Yeah. Maintain the peace, but it's not maintaining the peace because it creates an inner war within yourself. Where you just on, kind of yeah. murder this aspect of yourself and stop speaking for yourself and you've abandoned yourself for the the hope that this other person will like you or love you. And that yeah. like don't shit on yourself for that either. That just speaks to the deep biological need we have to be loved and accepted in community because we're people are tribal. <laughs> we're pack animals. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, and it's, as I, as I keep growing and changing and learning and it, it really is about experience and, um, you know, I think that, that it, it's like a shadow that follows me that fear right? Oh, that, you know, this person won't accept me because of this. And it's our, it's our inner desire to be liked. And, uh, and sometimes I have to really push through that and push it aside and not, and it, it goes to the extreme, right? Of like, I have to not care what anyone thinks just to show up and be me. And then I realize, okay, I didn't, I didn't need to you know, go all the way to the left to uh, get myself all tizzied up about, I don't care what anyone thinks is, is it, it's breaking that habit and just, just being me and not having and not having an emotional reaction about it. And, and just feeling that calm of, of being able to do what, you know, what fills my cup. Yeah, it, it, we're all just like kids in the playground still. And uh, sometimes you're like, okay, I'm just going to be in the sandbox and, and you guys are on the swings, but that's okay. Eventually somebody else will want to play sandbox too. When we show up as our authentic self, the, the irony is we'll find, like we have that fear, but then we find people who actually see us, like really see us for who we are. And you know what? They love it and they yeah. like you and that connection is more life-giving and more authentic and a hell of a lot more fun it is and you know what it's way less work yes. um, it's way less work because it's reciprocal yeah <laughs> and um just even just even like not having 
things so one-sided and that can be with relationships too is that when we take the time to fill up our cup do our own thing within our relationship there's a calmness that happens and it's less work mm -hmm. on on a, on a single person's part mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well thank you guys for joining us for our live recording of my bestie life podcast Allie is a weight loss and wellness coach. I am a trauma and anxiety coach. If you would like help or support in any area from your being a spiritual entrepreneur to losing weight to dealing with that anxiety so that you can live the life that you want, send me a DM. We can talk about exactly what that would look like. We are working on a group course together, which should be fun to build community and actually bring long lasting change to your life. And we will keep you updated on the updates as they come out. I hope you all have an amazing Sunday. What is one thing you're going to do for yourself to make it a great day today? Are you asking me or are you asking yes. them? Oh, I'm asking them. Put the comments below, but I'm asking you right now. What am I going to do for myself today? I, I am going to put on the prettiest dress that I own because we are celebrating my mother-in-law's birthday today and I am going to sashay around the house while playing Rolling Stones records. That's what I'm going to do. What are you going to do? I haven't fully decided. I have two options. I am either just going to draw in my little garden oasis or I'm going to make a cloak because Halloween is my gem and I fucking love cloaks. I'm going to make a big red full long length coat. Oh, okay. Maybe that should be a, a AJ alley day. You can, I, I will try not to stick a needle in my finger. Oh yeah. Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was high school trauma. I watched my, my sewing partner do that to herself. So, yeah, I'm terrified of, of sewing machines. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> you guys know note. what you, you are going to do for yourself on this beautiful Sunday. And we will see you next Sunday. Thanks for joining my bestie life. Bye-bye.